Hello and welcome to Miss Checkpoints, the video game book club podcast. Today we're doing a bonus cast and joining me is the homie Trevor. What's up, man? Uh, we're a little late on this, so just a smidge, but it's all good. Um, uh, we're, we're going to try to do something a little bit different, uh, for the main show. So we wanted to get a bonus cast out to kind of fill in the gap. Um, so for this bonus cast, me and Trevor decided to play Doki Doki Literature Club. And yeah, so, uh, I guess it was, I mean, we kind of both disagreed on it, but since it was more so my choice, um, it's been something that I wanted to play, been putting on uh, my own personal list for a couple times. So I was like, hey, we can just do it in a bonus cast. It's pretty short. So Trevor decided, hey, I'll play it too. So let's get into it. So um, Doki Doki Literature Club is a 2017 American visual novel developed by Team Salvato for Windows, Mac, and Linux. The game was developed over a two-year period and was led by Dan Salvato, who was previously known for his modding work for Super Smash Bros. Melee. Uh, I did some my own half-assed internet research, and I found that not only was he a dev for, I guess, 20XX Tournament Edition, but also Project M. And he also competed in tournaments, and he was one of the best links in both Melee and Project M, and was known for his technical play. He went by the tag Internet Explorer, so you can look him up if you ever want to watch some some Link play and some Melee. Um, it is, right? <laughs> um, but according to Salvato, the inspiration for Doki was his mixed feelings towards anime, uh, which I can relate to, and uh, fascination for surreal and unsettling experiences. Uh, the game was released September 22nd of 2017. And the story follows a male high school student who joins the school's literature club and interacts with its four female members. The game features a mostly linear story with some alternate scenes and endings depending on the choices the player makes. Uh, While first appearing as a lighthearted dating sim, it slowly evolves into a psychological horror game that heavily involves breaking the fourth wall. And not, not for the faint of heart, it also includes uh, suicide, self-harm, mentions of depression, and graphic images of death. And upon its release, PC Gamer, uh, or excuse me, Doki Doki received critical plays, uh, praise for its medical physical... Ah, let me start that over. Upon its release, Doki Doki received critical praise for its metafictional and horror elements, and PC Gamer called it one of the most surprising games of the year. So that is our intro to Doki Doki, and let me kick it off to you first, Trevor, obviously. Um, do you have any experience with visual novels? Um, I'm not sure, actually. I don't think I've played any. We've definitely played one. I think Phoenix Wright would be yeah. considered a visual novel, but I think that is the only thing that would even come close for anything we've played. For the show that is, I'm looking at some popular ones that I may have played. I no, I don't think I have. I know that um, a, a game, another game that me and you have been, I think both of us want to play is uh, Dream Daddy, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's a another uh, visual novel. But this is, I think, I know for me, uh, especially my um, lack of interest in anime has kind of dissuaded me from 
getting into this genre because I've just been like, oh, it's anime stuff. But I've put some uh, visual novels on my list in the past, but they just never gotten through. I guess there hasn't been enough interest for the particular games that I've chosen. But it's, it is a genre that I am interested in, I guess, looking into. Um, that was going to be one of my questions. Like Just looking at all these games, um, it seems like it's majority anime. Mm-hmm. Whereas it doesn't seem like it needs to be. That just... It just happens to be the aesthetic that they chose for these. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I I think, I mean, it may not be like soup because there is gameplay involved, and it's like. But I was gonna say, Papers Please may be like the closest thing I've ever played to a visual novel, and even that isn't not really like. There's more gameplay involved in that than this. And obviously, Phoenix Wright. There's a lot of dialogue, and I don't know. It, it's it's just different. It's not a genre that I'm well versed in, but it's something that I'm looking at getting into for sure. Um. So yeah, let, let's let's get going on to this game. So, did you going in? Did you do any research or look up anything? Did you know anything about this game? The only thing, the only research or anything I had heard about this game was back when it came out um i know patrick klepik was a a, a big fan of this game mm-hmm. um, um but other than that um you know when you know just hearing him talk about it he didn't spoil anything about the game but you know it made me want to play it and then after playing phoenix Wright, i was just like you know what yeah i would give this game a try um, but other than that, no, I didn't know any anything else about this game. I, actually, I don't know. Like, is Catherine a visual novel in a sense? No, because you're watching cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, looking at you know how they describe the genre, you know, it's text based story, um, and then it has um, interactivity aided by static or sprite based visuals, mm-hmm. and and Catherine has like full 3D visuals. That's true. Okay. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I, I actually I didn't even think about that. I, I do think I remember Patrick talking about not this game, but I, I I know he's. I think me and Patrick are kind of the same where we didn't don't really have an affinity for anime, but I know he's way more into horror games. Like that's one of his. He, I think he has a horror video, uh, excuse me, horror movie podcast that he does, and so uh, it doesn't surprise me that this is a game that he played because uh, it kind of is like he's super hardcore against anime on Twitter, but then also the horror elements. There's like it's like uh, a, a plus and a con or a pro and a con for him. Um, for myself, I didn't have any I didn't do any research on the game I I, I didn't know that it was going to be horror or anything like I didn't know how far it was going to go like I think when we boot the game up it it has like the warnings this game isn't for um, the faint of heart what did it say like this game is people who are easily yeah sensitive to this material are easily disturbed or something it's not recommended for children or people that are sensitive to this material are easily disturbed so, like, you get that warning, but then, like, the games, like, the, the menu music and just, like, the whole aesthetic of the game is super cheery and, like, it's it's really 
<laughs> so like I was like, what is what could possibly be you know <laughs> what could possibly turn and, and people that was away? My thing. Off? I was just like just because of that disclaimer, because I think when you first start the game, it gives you that disclaimer twice. Uh huh. And and when it does start playing that music, it, it almost it's it's almost like like when you're when you're watching like a, a scary movie or something. It could be like a at a carnival or something like that, and you know it's playing all the happy carnival music, and the rides are going, and that's kind of how it feels in there. And I'm expecting, okay, when is the the carnival music gonna you know drop down a couple of octaves and, and start giving me that <laughs> that that horror feel? Right, right, and it it does happen, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is like the, the the craziest part. It takes a little bit, but it does happen. So um, yeah, uh, it it just it. I mean, even like the opening scene, I think you meet your, your neighbor slash uh, your next door neighbor or person that lives in your neighbor and friend, Sayori, and she's like this cutesy anime girl. And I mean, like literally, it's it's five characters in this game. It's you, which you never see your character, and then the four classmates or, you know, club members you have. So like the whole, like I guess start of the story is you meet up with uh, your neighbor, you guys have known each other, you grew up together um, she seems uh, pretty ditzy, I guess you could say um, pretty clumsy and uh, disorganized and you kind of like are there to provide order in her life and everything and so you guys walk to school together and she's like asking you, she's like, what club are you going to join and I guess you at some point previously said mentioned that you were going to join a school club so then she uh after class she runs up by you that hey you can join my club or you know you can at least come visit it and it's a literature club so i mean she takes you to the club and that's where you meet the other three characters so it's um sayori is your neighbor slash friend your your introduction to this club the club president is monica the club vice president is uh, Yuri, and the uh, other club member is Natsuki. And so those are the four club members, and they each have their own unique appearance and personalities. And at this point, it, 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 you, you start to see these girls' personalities come out. So, like I said, Sayori is the super talkative and cheery girl. Um, Monica, uh, you make, you mention, uh, to yourself, your character does a lot of, uh, in his head, uh, monologuing to himself. And, um, he's, uh, saying like, oh, this girl, she's like super smart. She's like pretty athletic. Uh, I, you know, like kind of like he has like a crush on her and, uh, she seems really calm and, uh, collected and, it almost seems like the the popular girl in school too. Yeah, exactly. I think at, at one point in the game, it mentions how, um, like he noticed her from from class or something like that, and everybody else knows her. She's like the center of attention. Yeah, and then yeah, like the thing too was that she was like pretty confident and like just like the cool girl, and he was just because so, I think. Go ahead. I think they said she had another club or that she was like in other clubs, mm-hmm. but then she decided she didn't want to do it and, and she started her own club, mm-hmm. basically the literature club. Yeah. And then, um, so she's the president and then the vice president is Yuri, which she is like this really shy and 
super intelligent um, girl that, how would you describe her? She's really, really like passive and really shy and trying to think of that's, some... that's about right <laughs> i mean you're looking for like a like an example of... no nah, just like I, she's more physically developed <laughs> than oh, the other yeah. girls <laughs> she, she blossomed that summer <laughs> yeah um and then you have nitsuki who is she's like the smallest girl i think she's she's like younger she's um yeah i think they mentioned she's like a first year or something yeah and um She's very feisty. She's very blunt and cranky. And but she has like a softer side um where she is uh you know, she's in the anime and mangas and so you have to like crack her hard exterior to kind of get in uh get on her good side and she's like really a, a, a this manga that she's been reading has gotten her into baking so she does all the baking for the club. And um I like I'm on the the wiki and it says Sayori, Sayori is portrayed as the archetype of Genki girl, which I'm not an anime person, but it's like the uh I looked it up and it's um it, like a super energetic, enthusiastic girl, and it's usually depicted by like as a schoolgirl. So this that fits, and then it says for Natsuki that she is the embodiment of uh, Sundari. I don't know how to say that. Um, but it's usually, it's describes a person who's initially cold or sometimes hostile and before gradually becoming warmer, friendlier. Um, so yeah, that's like the read on the girls and, uh, it becomes apparent, apparent just because you're the only guy in this club and these are these girls. It's, they start vying for your attention and like everybody kind of wants to I don't want to say have one-on-one time with you, but get your attention and, like, kind of charm you. And it becomes, like, a a dating sim at that point, right? (laughs) Like a lighthearted, like, (laughs) softcore dating sim. (laughs) And, like, while I was playing this, I'm just waiting for, like, the the anime trope where, um, like, a guy sees a bunch of beautiful girls or something like that and he immediately gets a nosebleed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, they don't take it that far in this game. So I mean, they take it other places, though. <laughs> it's just damn near. It's just, I think they didn't want to show your character. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, there there's... <laughs> these girls are very naive. Let's put it like that. You know, it's just like... Um, you're You're reading a book with a girl and, like... You decide, oh, well, we can't read it this way. We need to sit closer together. So then you're like basically have your arm around her and she's holding one side of the book. You're holding the other side. She flips the pages. Our thumbs touch and then she blushes and then, you know, <laughs> things like that. Put a piece of chocolate in her mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it goes it goes places. It, it goes places. So um, it's a lot of uh, high school um uh, awkwardness, I guess you could say. Um, sp- mostly from the girls. Like, your character, he just seems like, hey, I, I ain't new to this. But then the girls are like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, you know, like, I don't know what got over me. You know, things like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, uh, the, this, this, I guess the game, it doesn't really play out in days, but that's kind of how 
it ends up like we can kind of talk about it. So like the first day is like you meeting the club and, you know, Natsuki has made some, some cupcakes and everybody's complimenting her saying, these are amazing and blah, blah, this. And, um, you know, everybody is like kind of getting to know you and you're not really sure if you want to be in the club yet. And, um, at the very end when it's leaving, everybody's like, Hey, like we should, you know, share poems with each other we should like write poems and bring them to the club the next day and you're like well i'm not even officially in this club yet like i just was just visiting and then you just see all three girl all four girls lined up having these pathetic looks on their face like oh you're gonna ditch us and all this cuteness and (laughs) obviously you're like well i guess i can come for one more day and then they're all like hugging you and happy and it's just like uh, here we go. Here's here's where here's where it gets anime. <laughs> yeah, they kind of guilt you into to joining the club because apparently you have to have at least four people. Well, five or five people. Yeah, yeah. And and you're the fifth one. Yeah. So then the the, the, the day ends and you uh, walk uh, Sayori home and you guys are talking about the club and she's really happy you join and then you guys go your separate ways and then that starts up the 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 actual first time you get to play, do anything because <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean at this point you've I, mean, I don't know like what 40 minutes maybe 30 minutes yeah, it's, it's a good bit of dialogue yeah where it's just no you're not doing anything but clicking through dialogue and don't get me wrong it's it's, it's interesting it's world building building out the characters but you really haven't played anything done anything so now you get this little i guess you could say mini game that happens at the end of the day where you see um these small avatars to represent the three girls um so monica's not on here but uh uh sayori natsuki and yuri and the 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 game basically has 20 questions and there's about eight words that are displayed and you have to choose one and the word you choose is most associated with the character. So you learn that first day, you learn a little bit talking to the girls about their interests. So um, you learn that, you know, uh, Natsuki is really into cutesy, like girly girl kind of things. And uh, she's a little bit more less mature than the other girls so like words like bubbles or kittens or candy or rainbow like if you click that word tangible things yeah if you click that word then she her character jumps up and like basically i i guess the gist of this mini game is there's 20 questions and you are essentially choosing the girl that you want to uh what do you want to say? Uh, Impress. Pursue. <laughs> Impress, yeah. So um, this is like how the dating sim part comes, where this is kind of how you kind of influence the girl that you want to, you know, start a more serious relationship with. And then with Yuri, she told you she's really into fiction, like adventures, dark things, mystery. She has a... Um, she she's just really into adventure. So words like uh, ultraviolet or adventure or landscape or things All that the long words exactly <laughs> or even things that are emotional too, like uh yeah. like you know um, aggravated or um, 
grief or sadness, those type of words as well. And then with Sayori, she's kind of like the more cheery, you know, like I said, enthusiastic, positive girl. So anything that has like super positive connotations like uh, excitement or dance or cheer or beauty or those type of words, happiness, those are the words that she, her character gets excited about. So... After this first one, do you remember who you who you chose, Trevor, or who you were aiming towards? See, I was gonna pick Natsuki at first. Natsuki, <laughs> Natsuki. <laughs> I'm sure I, it's it's pronounced Natsuki. Damn, that I'm not. okay. I I, I believe I don't, you. I, don't I believe know. you. I thought it was Natsuki, but you probably you I probably mean, it's right. spelled that way, but uh, okay. From from the anime that I've watched. Okay, I, I, usually... I, I, I believe you then. My bad. I'm not trying to clown you. I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm acting like I'm the authority. <laughs> <laughs> I know you just got into anime, man. So you might have. I, I was gonna pick her at first, but then, um, but then I watched the interview with R. Kelly, and I was like, nah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna pick one of the older girls. <laughs> um, so I went with Yuri. Okay, and, and it was mostly because like. She seemed cool, and um, like like she was into like um, like fantasy and and stuff like that. So and stuff with like really deep meaning. Gotcha. So I figured, you know, why not? Why not go for something? You know, something like that. Well, I initially went for Yuri, and I kind of was thinking like, oh, you know, she's like more mature and like. You know, it, it 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 won't. I was thinking it wouldn't get weird anime with her, like it would with the other two girls. And as I was getting further and further down uh, that path, then uh, I just like, oh, she's kind of awkward and weird. And luckily, or whatever, my power went out at my house, <laughs> and so I lost my progress. So I had to start the game over. And I think I I was like, I'll just play you know, tomorrow or whatever. And I remember asking if you had played and you said you went for her and I had seen a little bit of it. And I was just like, you know what? Like just to be different than you, let me choose somebody else. And I'm not upset that I did because like I said, I I had seen a little bit down her path and I wouldn't have kept pursuing her. So then I started going for Natsuki and, um, I kind of went with her just because, um, I wanted to see how, I mean, she baked, and I'm, I'm, I like food, so I was like, I want to see where that goes, and then <laughs> also just, like, she was into anime, and I was like, maybe she's into video games, too, or something like that, so I was like, maybe she has that thing in common with me, or whatever, so I started going down that route, and then, so, like, the next day, when you show up, you get that one-on-one time with whatever girl you chose, so, um... You do that, and it gets a little heated and weird, (laughs) I guess. Um, I know with Natsuki, she's like, you're reading anime with her, (laughs) like a manga or something on the floor. You guys are just sitting right up beside each other. Your knees are touching. It's really scandalous. (laughs) (laughs) And... um, uh, She ends up like... I think she has her manga collection at the school... uh, in the school closet, in that closet of that classroom, because her dad doesn't like her reading it, so she's like lends you the anime so you can finish it, 
And when I saw that that she was that like militant about like, oh yeah, bring this back tomorrow, and then we can go, over, we can start reading the second one. I'm like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so I was done with that. And um, I think what Yuri doesn't like you, like I said, you like read a book with her. You like sit, you yeah, put your desk ends, side by she side. Ends up, <laughs> she ends up pulling out a like a I think it's a horror novel. Oh yeah, and, and I looked it up to see if it was a real book. Because, um, like, the way she describes it is, like, very dark. Uh-huh. But, um, but when I was looking it up, I saw a Reddit post that was basically saying how that book is supposed to be a, a teaser for Team Savalto's next game. Oh, snaps. Or Salvato's next what, game. Wasn't it, like, a witch or something in it, or? Um, I can't remember. Mm. Well, um... Yeah, but then yeah, she she ahead. ends up giving you like her spare copy of that book because she just so happens to have picked up a second copy, um, and and happens to have it and can loan you one mm-hmm. conveniently. Yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, I just you know I have a second copy. I intended to read it again or something. Yeah, it's like okay, you just bought it for me. Okay. Yeah, and they end up reading it together, sitting on the on the floor, like um anime nerds do. Yeah, and um. Uh, at at one point, like they're sitting real close, and I forget who pulls out the chocolate. I think your character but, does. But they're eating chocolate, and like they're they're each holding one side of the book, so they only have one hand free. So I guess since she can't reach the chocolate, he grabs a piece and sticks it in her mouth. Mm-hmm. I don't think man, this guy just met her yesterday. <laughs> Go ahead, suck on this. <laughs> And then she's like embarrassed afterwards, like I don't know, you know, like I just was sorry, I wasn't paying attention, I didn't mean to, or whatever. And it's like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, she apologizes a lot. Yeah, she does. Um, and then uh, I think after that, after you have your little one-on-one time, that's when you uh, start sharing your poems, and you never get to see the poem that your character writes, but you kind of you, you are forced to show everyone your poem. So like the way you you this is another part where you get some type of choice. Like you've got to show it to everyone, but you kind of get to choose the order. So you choose a character. Then the first thing is they pop up on the screen. They talk about your poem and say, Oh, I like it. Or they don't like it or blah, blah, blah. And then you can read their poem and this, you get to actually read. And then you talk to them about their poem and you kind of, kind of find out what's going on with them and what they were going for. And, um, it, it was just like, uh, it was interesting, but like I kind of felt like at this point I wish there was more player agency, more choice that we could have, you know? Because it's just like so far we've done the poem mini game, and you've gotten to choose who you want to look at your poem, but you don't even get to choose to actually respond or choose their kind of choice that you like your own personal take on the play or on the poem. You know, I mean, I guess you do kind of, because you don't you don't really have to impress like a specific girl or try to. You can just kind of choose words that you want to pick. Well, no, 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 no. I'm talking about for yeah. not for the mini game, the poem mini game when you're showing the poems. Mm. You like know, as far as like just telling them how you feel about the poem. Yeah, about their poem. Yeah, it's just like canned uh, response. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess that's that's kind of the nature of the genre, 
Yeah, it's to progress the story, but I kind of wish there was a little bit more player choice where I could be like, you know what, Yuri, I don't like this poem or whatever, you know, or you know what, Monica, this is my favorite poem or something like that, you know. Or Sayori, I can tell you just wrote this this morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so at, at uh. At the end of the day, then I guess it becomes a thing where they were just like, hey, like, you know, we had so much fun sharing our poems that we should do this again tomorrow. And so everybody's like, yeah, my poem's going to be better this time or blah, blah, blah. You know, like I was just getting started. So, again, you you go home with Sayori and uh, you see each other off and then it starts the other another poem mini mini game where you kind of choose the girl that you want to have the one-on-one time with and i never could tell if the game um if it was like cumulative so like if it taken into consideration the first day and your choices that day so like if you had a running tally you know what i'm saying so from what i read because i was looking to see um like the different endings that Mm -hmm. you could get and it says that the only way to get what is considered the best ending is to go back and replay certain um, sections. Yeah, and then like play it up until you impress a specific person. So I think it's accumulative, like across all the days. Uh, yeah. Okay. Because I, I couldn't tell because like the first my first day. I kind of put points into everybody, but I most heavily lean towards Natsuki. But then the second day, I went wholly, entirely into Sayori. So at the end of the second day, I had more points overall in Sayori than I had in Natsuki. So the second day, I spent the the quality, you know, private time with Sayori instead. And I was just wondering, like, is it just on a day-to-day or if it's just cumulative? And I didn't know if you knew. So did you did you stick with Yuri at that point? Yeah, I was true to Yuri. Okay, and yeah, this is from here on out. I was truly Sayori because I was like, you know, like she's the homie, and you know her the best, you know. And I was like, oh, she like actually seems like she digs you, like unlike the other girls where it's just like, oh, you're here, you know, like I'm gonna show you some attention. Not that like I don't think they dig you either, but or dug you either. But I was just like. Sayori, in my mind, she was the day one, you know. <laughs> in my mind, I'm thinking Sayori's trying to introduce you to some girls. See, I didn't like, see it that she way. She was the one who, or maybe it's because I was always bad at taking hints in high school. Hey, <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> but, I was yeah, playing. I was uh, playing the get the the life I wanted to lead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I definitely didn't didn't pick up on the fact that you know. Sayori might like you. Yeah. Maybe up until like the very end. Probably my my second playthrough. I was just like, you know what? Let me let me try to fix this. Gotcha. And yeah, so um, the second day, you guys start sharing. uh, uh, What you call it? You start Um, sharing poems again, and I believe it's uh, this day uh, at the end of the day. uh, do they even no? I, I think Monica reveals that there is a festival coming up, and she mm-hmm. just kind of drops a hint about it. But I think that's the 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 gist of it. And um, I think 
your writing style is starting to become apparent or whatever. And I think it kind of takes on the writing style of the girl you're most interested in is what it seemed like for me. Cause a lot of like my people were saying the second day that my writing style was like, Oh, it's, this is kind of like, uh, not, not Saki's writing style. But then the third day when I was after a full day of, you know, being with Sayori, then they were like, Oh, like this is Sayori's writing style. Like, oh, I see. You guys spend so much time together because you're friends that I, I can see why you started to take some of her writing style or whatever. So I was wondering if that happened when you were with Yuri. Or did they notice that or mention yeah, that? Yeah, they noticed it, especially Natsuki, because she was, I mean, she was hated. She was, <laughs> she was. About, oh, how, how are you going to just, you know, try to, you know, you can't force yourself to be deep as Yuri. You know, it takes time. You know, this this just looks pathetic or whatever. I'm trying to be like her. Hating. Hating. Uh, but yeah, again, same same deal. End of the day. Um, hey, let's write poems. You do the poem game or whatever. And then, so this... I think this is going to be your third day in the club. And um, that's when they start to talk more about the, the festival. And Monica reveals that, hey, like these are what we need to get done. Um, I will be in charge of... I forgot what she was going to be in charge of, actually. Um, I can't remember either. And I was trying to figure that out, like, the second day. Mm Mm-hmm. Because she went through all the responsibilities. (laughs) Except for hers, right? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I think she was running the the advertisements or whatever. Because I know, like, Yuri was in charge of creating the decorations for the event. Right. And then... I uh, I think Nat- Natsuki was in charge of baking stuff for people when they come to the event. And I, what was Sayori in charge of? She was helping uh, Monica. Yeah, she was helping Monica. So then you, I think you had to choose between... I, I, and I know for me, Sayori started getting kind of depressed and dark. And was she getting that way in your game? Yeah. And like, so her poem, like, we're usually cheery and she was not really cheery uh anymore and it was revealed um i think you had to kind of choose who you wanted to help out um and i think it was uh it had to be one of the go ahead was that the day that sayori leaves early no actually that's the next day so yeah actually I, i goof so i'm sorry the next day sayori's in a bigger funk and i think this is the day so she leaves she leaves early and it's, uh, I think this is the day that you get to choose, like, do you want to help out Natsuki? Do you want to help out, um, cause it's about to be the weekend. You want to help out Natsuki? You want to help out Yuri? Or do you want to go see what's up with Sayori? So I opted to help out Yuri because I was like, I don't really think that what's old girl needs help baking. Like what, what, you know, like you don't need help with that. And I think you have the option to, um, See, uh, or I think you helped the girl first, right? Um, like you mean after the after the club meeting? Yeah. Um, for me, when I went home, um, I think it said I still had time before Yuri was coming over. So yeah, I that's right. Sayori. That's right. And, so, um, yep. 
And then you go over to Sayori's and you're like, oh, like she's, it's quiet here. What's going on? And then you discover that she's hung herself. And I know for me, because I well, was. Actually, no, before that, did you not get this scene? I got to talk to her beforehand. Where she basically tells you she's depressed and all that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I got that scene, and, like, because she was... I, I didn't know if you got that because you weren't going with her. Yeah, because that was the day... Um, oh, yeah, I forgot you, you chose her. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, in my game, the day that you're supposed to meet up with Yuri to work on decorations, um, you still have some time left mm-hmm. before Yuri's supposed to come. Because she's yeah, supposed to come to your house. Yeah, so you go meet meet up with Sayori first to see what's you know, to make sure she's alright. And um and that's when she tells you she's been battling depression and um and then you also figure out that Monica has been giving her advice or, or talking to her. And um Yeah, that's right. That's right. See, I'm trying to figure out remember what else she said. Um but you know, she tells you about that and you know, she's um and she's basically just like, you know, I don't want you to go out of your way to try to try to care for me. You know, that's that's kind of the problem. Um, mm-hmm. and so you just, you know, you try to be hands off, but at the same time, you want to be wanna there for her. her. Yeah. Yeah. And I know for and, my game, she kind of reveals like, you know, she has these feelings for you, but, you know, she's really depressed. So she's talking about like, I shouldn't feel this way but i do and blah blah this and this then you kind of like what's going on like you know like i want to be here for you blah 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 and then you kind of you can you can make the choice like i want to be here for your friend or i love you or whatever did you have that option um yeah and but that was after yuri came over so you're basically yuri's leaving my house and then all of a sudden sayori pops up in the driveway oh see that's not how it happens for me and then she reveals her feelings, and then she asks, "Hey, um, you know what? What do you think?" And and you have to tell her you love her or you're just friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And according to the internet, you know either one you choose same ends up result, with the same outcome. Mm-hmm. Sure. And yeah. So then you end up. Uh, the only weird, like, it, it was really weird because, like, for my game, I was like going with Sayori the whole time so like we had a really like I was trying to help her out moment at her place then Yuri comes over and it just like it's like forget everything that just happened it's like hardcore flirting and like like I think she sucks on your finger when you cut yourself like you're bleeding and she puts your finger so she has some kind of knife collection (laughs) I mean like that would have been a red flag for me her just pulling out like a a decorative knife like Uh that uh huh and then it's it's also super sharp. Mm-hmm. You, and you, just, you nick yourself, and then she instinctively just puts her, your your whole ass finger in her mouth. T- t- you know, your blood. She wants to taste <laughs> your blood. And I was like, yo, no way. I am not doing anything with this girl. <laughs> And, and this is where I kind of felt like like you, where you were saying there was no kind of player agency before uh-huh. <laughs> on, on what you could do. Because <laughs> my man takes it the wrong way. Uh huh. And on and, and to be fair, I looked it up, and I think if you were to choose Natsuki and you bake with her, I think she does the same thing. So I'm assuming like you maybe get some icing or something on your finger. And she sucks on that finger. 
I mean, that's, that's kind of different, though. Icing? I mean, it's been four days instead of two days, Trevor. So, like... <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Actually, yeah. And then Sayori shows up in your parking or your driveway, and you're talking to her and Yuri. So, like, Yuri leaves, you talk to Sayori, and I know in my game I told her, hey, I love you, blah, 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 because that was the girl I was going for. And then I think you end up, like, uh, like... You know, she's, you know, like, I'll, I'll, you know, like, we'll, we'll see what happens, blah, blah, blah. And then school, I think it's that Monday, school starting up, and you're like, oh, where's Sayori? She's not up. Oh, I gotta wake her up. I'm like, I'm in, in charge of her life, or, you know, always helping her out. You go to her room to kind of wake her up, and she hung herself. And so she's dead. And then at this point, the game starts to glitch out. And then the, the, your character's like, could I have saved her? And then the game ends and starts over and sends you back to the main menu with all your previous save files erased. And I'm not going to lie, I thought the game had actually messed up. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, what's going on? I saw the little error messages on the top of the screen. Mm Mm-hmm. I was just like, whoa. And, I mean, if you... Well, I'll wait till we get to the other... Section yeah, so that. so then the game starts up normally, and any text where Sayori would have shown up or whatever just becomes unreadable. It's just like a legible text, and the game keeps glitching, and they pretty much reuse or excuse me, remove any references to Sayori. She's not in the game anymore. So instead, it's Monica that invites you to the club, and instead of it being, um, uh, we need five members in order for this club to be a thing, we need four. So it's, you know, it's it's still Monica, now the new vice president, uh, I, and I take that back, uh, I think the vice president initially was, in the first Sayori. playthrough, was Sayori, but now it's Monica's the president, Yuri's the vice president, and then Natsuki is just a member. And so it's Monica inviting you. And then this is when the game gets really trippy because, like, the character sprites have these weird glitches and stuff on them. And, like, the characters, like, you can immediately see, because, like, we were saying, like, Sayori is super cheerful and enthusiastic and wants everybody to get along. She's very positive. Without her presence, you can see Yuri and Natsuki snapping at each other. And, like... It's even funny because it's very, um, like, I think Yuri, like, or Natsuki cusses out Yuri. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I had something written down, but I can't, re- I can't remember where I wrote it And down. I remember, like, during the argument, um, like, the, the background kind of tilts, and then one of them gets really big on the screen, mm-hmm. and then every now and then you see Monica kind of pop up, like, in front of the text. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like it, it, it was so like the first part of the game, like it was so boring. Like before the glitch, it was so boring. But then things start rolling and like not rolling but going when like it gets way more interesting once the glitches are happening. Like characters are having like black spaces where their eyes used to be, or like blood, or like characters will glitch. So you're seeing like a character that appears as Sayori and Monica, or Sayori and Natsuki. Natsuki, um, even, like, the dialogue gets more interesting, because, um, like, they made a mention, um, 
th- th- there was some good ass writing in this game, and like I had to look some things up. Like somebody said, like they made a joke to Monica that you you like squid, right? And like she was like, what? Why do I like squid? Oh, yeah. And your she was like, your name is because your name, and it was like uh, I had to look it up because I'm like, what is what is um this mean? Because Monica literally says. Also, that joke makes no sense in translation. And then I was like, wait, what are they talking about? So I looked it up, and Ika in Japanese is squid. So her name is, like, I-K-A, because her name is M-O-N-I-K-A. And so I looked it up, and yeah, like, her name is something squid in Japanese. And I was like, oh, snaps. Like, they're actually playing with, like, they're breaking the fourth wall. And, like, it was... I think one case earlier was when she... Like, tells you to save your game because you never know when you might want to change something. Exactly, yeah. Like, every every day, Monica gives you some advice, and it usually applies to you, the player. It's, like, fourth wall breaking as well. And then there's, um, uh, like, one, because of the glitch screens and everything, like, even that music, like Trevor was talking about earlier, with the carnival music being distorted, like, the, you know, creepy carnival music where it's distorted and slowed down or played with, with the traditional carnival music. The same thing was happening with the the main menu music and, like, the music that was going throughout the game where it was this very cheery game or cheery tune. And, like, you hear that throughout the entire game. It's pretty Perfect consistent. Perfect example. Have you seen the Us movie trailer? Yeah, yeah, the uh, I got five on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. Was perfect. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Where they just do a slight tweak and slow it down a little bit and make it go a little bit slower and ch- and it's just and it gets a little bit more uh, like I don't want to say bass in it, but it's just deeper and it just sounds so creepy at that and it, and it, it works so well and. Um, uh, I don't know. To me, the parts where the game and the text get glitched are hilarious because you'll see something like where it becomes illegible. And sometimes, like if you go to the history, did you ever see that, Trevor? Where like sometimes um, a couple of times. There's I, like I don't a, think I did it after the the glitches started. There was a long stream of like illegible text that you couldn't read. And sometimes, if you went to the history, you could see the the glitch text, but instead now it was legible. Hmm. And, like, there was one part in particular, which was a little bit later on, where it was... Actually, you know what? I'll hold that. I'll hold that. I'll I'll tell you a little bit. Um, uh, Yeah, like, it... It it just... (laughs) It goes there. Yeah. Like, I mean, it gets dark. Like, Natsuki accuses Yuri of cutting herself. Oh, man. That was... was Yeah. Like, I know at one point, Nasuki's like, fucking Monica, like, my dad would beat the shit out of me if he found my my manga or something like that. And it's just like, like, this girl's like this cute, innocent girl, and now she's talking like this? Like, what's going <laughs> on? And there's a point where they give Yuri, like, these creepy eyes where it's like, it, it reminds me of, like, kind of like Spongebob, where they kind of break the fourth wall. So, like, instead of, like, where it's like these static 2D eyes, like, they show, like, actual eyes, and they're just moving in her head. Did you do you remember that part? I remember the one where they have like like <laughs> the mouth on her face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it she's is, talking. Yeah, it's so weird. And um yeah, like uh at, at this point like 
it, it's really interesting to see how the game changes from being, you know, like this cheery game to the super glitched and dark game. And like, you can kind of see the characters spiral. So like Yuri and Natsuki, Natsuki's relationship kind of, um, spirals and they get, they go at each other's throat and without Sayori there, um, there's nobody there to like snap them out of it. So I know at one point Yuri leaves and then the game kind of cuts and she comes back and she's like bloodied and has cuts all over herself. And then there's like another part where you're talking to Natsuki and you can just see her nap snapped and then the game glitches and restarts and then you're just talking to her again. And it's, it gets crazy. And I think, um, uh, there, there, you kind of like, you, you get, back to the point where the festival is coming up again with these three characters and you have to choose who you want to choose with and the girls are going back and forth at it and then the game forces you to choose Monica. <laughs> like the mouse literally is just hovers over her name and you try to move it to the other girl, it auto-corrects back to Monica, back to Monica, back to Monica and um, it, <laughs> it just... It's so crazy how it plays with you, and I think, um, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, the the characters start to become, like, they, they spiral more, and I think at one point, like, Yuri wants to talk to you at the, uh, before the weekend that you're gonna go spend time with Monica, and she shows you this stained, illegible poem with, like, it's bloodstained, and, like, it's just like you can't read anything and you can tell she's spiraled all the way and she basically confesses her love to you and then like I think you get to choose do you want to be her friend or not or like her lover and what did you choose Trevor because this is your girl man <laughs> so at, at that point I was thinking maybe yeah I messed up with Sayori and that was why she killed herself so I went on ahead and told Yuri I loved her and that's when she breaks out another knife and just goes ham on her guts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And I told her, nah, we're cool. We're just friends. And she goes hams on her guts. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, so, like, this girl, like, she just stabs herself, plunges the knife into her a couple times. And it's like, you're in the classroom. And you literally see, like, her body with the blood and everything. And she's just sprawled out on the floor laying on this across this desk. And then the game, you're <laughs> you're forced to see this dead character the entire day, the just next like day. Dialogue running, like the, the next dialogue. day. Yeah, the glitch dialogue, and it's just glitch dialogue running the entire time, and you can kind of see the um, uh, like the 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 sunset on her face. Then it's nighttime and it's dark in there, and you're just staring at this corpse. And then it's the sun. And, like, you spend the entire weekend looking at this character. And, like, the part, Trevor, that I was talking about, if you go to the history at this point, because the entire text is illegible, and I thought maybe the game... I'm still thinking, like, sometimes this game is glitching up or whatever. If you go to the history, you see Monica saying, Hi, welcome to our club. Blah, blah, blah. We have, you know, three members. It's so-and-so, Yuri, so-and-so, Natsuki, and and me, Monica. Just be with Mm -hmm. me. Just be with me. Just, just and, me. And it's just and it's just repeated and repeated. It is so creepy. 
<laughs> and, just Monica. Only Monica. Exactly, exactly. And, yeah, so then the characters, uh, Natsuki and Monica show up, and um, she's like, oh, my God, like, I'm sorry. Like, you were just, you were here this entire weekend just looking at this body? And then she just starts talking to you, and she's like, oh, I'm going to just, I'll fix this real quick. And you see, like, a, 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 a what is what do you call it? Like, a, a directory? What is it called? Oh, yeah. You like can see. showing the, the files and stuff. Yeah, the directory in the pop left, a window pop up, and you can see Monica log in and then delete the character files for Yuri and Natsuki, and then the game restarts again, and then, and like, you lose your save file, and you start a new game, and you're just sitting in a room with no chairs, or, you know, with no desks, it's just, like, two windows, and you're just, like, it's pictures of the galaxy moving, and just Monica sitting across from you, and she's basically talking to you, and she's, like, basically talking to you, the player, and not even the character, like, the character, and she's basically, like, yeah, well obviously you just wanted to be with me and I just wanted to be with you. So now we have the rest of eternity to be together. And I think at that point, like quote unquote, the game is over. Like she has these, um, dialogue options or whatever, where like she talks to you maybe about every 45 seconds and says something to you. And at that point, like that's it. Like I I think, did you have the game in steam? Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, Go ahead. So I was going to mention before all that. um, There's somebody's poem that if you scroll all the way to the bottom, like there's a bunch of spaces, and if you scroll all the way to the bottom, it says "delete her." Oh, I didn't even know that. (laughs) And then there's there's another point. I can't remember where it tells you, but it gives you instructions on how exactly to delete characters from the game yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say so monica monica she basically tells you oh i see you're playing the game on steam well all you need to do to delete a character because this is what i did for monica or for natsuki and yuri is go to the game directory go to the character folder delete just like that and they're gone and that was just me and you and she tells you what she did which like basically that's how you have to um continue in the game so then, um, and the scary part before that is when um, she sees like she says like, "Oh, I see you're playing on Steam." Yeah, so yeah. Your, your real name is a so and so is actually, and then she tells you your Steam name, and I'm like, "Whoa, this is invasive." <laughs> oh, well, see, my, I, I typed in. I mean, my Steam name has my first name in it, so I oh. didn't have that. I didn't have that. So <laughs> my name, like the game save that I chose, um, my name was Lyric. Uh-huh. But then my Steam name is Lyric Unsung. Uh-huh. And so when she says, oh, I see your name is actually Lyric Unsung, I was just thinking, oh, whoa. Yeah. So, yeah, I named my character Marcus, and my Steam name is Marcus17. So she didn't say Marcus17. She just said Marcus. <laughs> but, yeah, um, <laughs> it goes there. And, um, yeah, she kind of admits that she was making Sayori more and more depressed. And she said she was amplifying Yuri's obsessive personality, which is what was causing her to become more unlikable. So the character would, fo- the, the player would focus on Monica instead and lose interest in Yuri as a love interest. Um, yeah, and she basically reveals like I'm in love with you, the player, not the the, the you, the player, not the character you're playing as. And um, 
basically uh, she kind of tells you how to do the thing, but in a slick way that basically, like, this is what I did, which is to prompt you to do what she did to delete her, because she's the only character left in that folder. And then when you delete it up, once you boot the game back up, um, she panics because she realized that she's been deleted from the game, and she lashes out after you, but confesses that she loves you, and expresses regret for everything she did. And then she restores the other games and removes herself from the, the game. And then now you start the game over again, and you're playing with... Uh, just the three girls. Like, she's removed from the, the menu screen. So it's just the other three girls. And then the game starts back over the same way with your, uh, Sayori talking to you. And um, basically, she tells you, you know, it, it goes from you guys walking to school together. It skips the day at school, and it's at the end of the day, and you guys are in um, the club together. Um, she's the president. And uh, you find out that, oh, Yuri and Natsuki are still alive. Cool. And then you find out that she knows, Sayori knows everything that happened in the game. And she knows what happened to Monica. And she intends to do the same exact thing that Monica did. And so Monica immediately hops into the, the directory, intervenes, and deletes Sayori from the game. And then I think at that point, it's Monica sings a song to you. Right? Yeah, that's when, like, her piano lessons come into play. Yeah, she had been taking piano lessons. And she, like, there's an actual, like, the whole game is just text. This is the only time you hear a voice. And it's a girl singing this song over the, the tune of the, the game, the, the tune that the game has been playing the whole time. And uh, then Monica slowly deletes the game. And... Uh, at the end, there's a credit from her. Or in the end credits, you see a note from her that's stating that she disbanded the literature club because no happiness can be found in it. And that's how my game ended. Your game ended the same way, Trevor? Yeah. Okay. There's a... Um, there's another... Um, uh, there's some other alternate endings, depending on like, if you delete... Uh, Sayori, I'm sorry, if you delete Monica's character file earlier than than you're supposed to, like if you do it before starting the game, uh, Sayori becomes the default leader of the club and um, she basically hijacks controls after she panics, deletes all the characters and closes the game and uh, opening the game results in a black screen followed by an image of her hanging herself and then Staying on the screen for 10 minutes, it will reveal a message that everyone can now be happy. So you have to stay on this image of her being hung for t- for 10 minutes in order to see that. And then um, uh, there's another alternate ending which says if the player has viewed all the optional scenes in a single playthrough, which requires you to save and you know load a previous point. So basically have a, 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 a special moment with each of the girls beforehand. Before witnessing her suicide, Sayori's suicide, um, she accepts the nature of her reality, tearfully expresses her gratitude to the player and trying to make all the girls happy. She bids goodbye, hoping that the player will visit once again and concludes that all the girls love the player before deleting the game. And then the song, the the end credit song plays and the player is uh, presented with a thank you note from the developer Dan Salvato 
So this game goes places. <laughs> um, yeah. It, 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 what were your, I guess, closing thoughts for this game? What did you, what did you think about this game? I, I feel like this game really was. It really involves the player. It, it gets the player involved in the game, which is really fun. Like I can't remember the last time a game did that where it made me feel like I wasn't just, or at least the majority of the first part of the game, you are just kind of clicking through it, mm-hmm. but then it throws you through that loop and you are like an active participant in this game and not just, you know, following the, by the end. The, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I was not expecting that, especially just looking at some of the promo for the game. Cause I think the hard thing, about talking about this game is the fact that you can't really talk about it without spoiling it. Yeah, like you could talk around it, but it's it like it is pretty difficult to be like, oh, you know, like what did you think at this point? Because without being descriptive or saying like after the the reveal, like you're, it's pretty boring and kind of like forgettable. It's a lot of character setting up. Yeah. Um. I I I really dug this game. I um I uh wasn't a fan of how much you couldn't do. I guess you could say in the beginning, it, it was very boring. But I really like this is a very similar to the last game we played, um, Psychonauts, where I really enjoyed the writing. I thought the writing. I mean, granted, like. You, there's nothing else to this besides the writing, you know? Um, but I thought, like, I was kind of dreading initially, like, having to play each day over again, especially after, you know, that first initial reset of Sayori. I was like, oh, these characters are going to just say the same stuff, and I'm going to have to go through the motions again. And then I'm like, oh, it, it got way darker. There's, like, way more tongue-in-cheek and way more references. And like you said, like, the references to outside things. Like, they mentioned Shel Silverstein, the guy that wrote the, um... Uh, he was a famous poet. I think, what's her name, mentioned him? Um, um, Yuri. Yeah. And, like, he's, you know, he he's a really famous poet. Like, somebody that I read when I was a kid. And they, like, mentions to that. They made the mention, like you said, to a game that they're going to develop in the future. They make mentions to things that you, the player, have to do or whatever. So I, I thought that was super cool. And, like I said, the super subverts, like, my expectations as far as what is possible in this genre. Even though this is a genre that I am a newbie too, you know, like, um, I'm very much looking forward to playing more games and kind of seeing like what this came from, see the origins of this genre, because seeing this, I'm like, Oh man, I got to see what some of these other games are about. And like, what kind of ways they play with this genre now? Uh, yeah, I definitely want to see the version of this game where it's like predominantly, black high school teens and they're doing like poetry slam style poems oh it's rap battles at that point and and then talking (laughs) about you know police brutality and and discrimination yeah i'll play that game too does it come in 2025 (laughs) (laughs) it's happening now (laughs) um yeah so i don't know like it, it it 
I start, this is a slow burn for me because I definitely in the I would say the game takes a little bit to get into. Um, I would say maybe about what an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, yeah. Because I think y'all told me like the it starts getting weird after the first hour, but I'm maybe like two two and a yeah, half hours yeah. into it before it started getting weird. It just depends on how fast you read. Because I I had to at a certain point I just had an auto scroll because I was just tired of clicking. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it, it took a while. It's a slow burn. But once you get going, then it gets going. Because I know I definitely was dreading, like, uh, I got to, you know, knock out another day in this game or whatever. But then, like, once I got to when it got going, I was knocking out a couple days because it was very entertaining. And, like, I mean, it was disturbing, but it was, like, interesting, too, you know? Like, it was like, oh, like, what are they going to do now? So I, I really, <laughs> really, really dug this game. It, it definitely was interesting and I, I i don't know like is this a game that you would recommend to people or like how would you because i mean i'm assuming most people would be in the same boat as me as far as not super well versed in a visual novel do you yeah. think this is a good like entry visual novel or <laughs> I, I honestly i don't like i would recommend this game to certain people i know who either play games like this or who um who like watch anime mm-hmm. or read manga but just like your you know just a typical recommendation for somebody looking for a new game this probably it's hard be one i would suggest yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's like you're gonna see some things to, yeah they're gonna come back to me like oh what you what is this you gave <laughs> yeah me? what the hell <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely um well, do you got anything else that you want to say about this game? Got any other? I think we talked about most of it, man. This this game is wild. Yeah, I, I know. I remember I, initially I told Dante too. The one thing I was kind of like, I don't like how the characters were generic anime. You know, like there's a shy girl. There's the I was kind of expecting cheery that. girl, and that's what he kind of said too. Is like they want to subvert your expectations, so they need to start with a familiar point. And after you know reading like how he wasn't a fan of anime and how like he wanted to subvert expectations, I was like that makes sense. But I know initially getting into the game, I was like, why do we have to play with these generic anime characters? This game is kind of it makes it boring or takes away from it. But by the end, I was like, I completely understand why they did it, and I'm cool with it. And I also think it's it lends itself to the story too, because at one point Monica says like she designed these girls to be like you know very cutesy, mm-hmm. um, typical high school anime trope girls um, who you know lust after the the, the teenage boy. Um, so I think that that's kind of a part of the story too. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got you got anything else? I think that's it for me. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's all I got. Um, where can people find you at? You can find me at Lyric Unsung on Xbox, PlayStation, Twitter, pretty much everywhere. Cool. Uh, you can find me at Potato Salad on Twitter, and you can find us, us being myself, Trevor, uh, Greg and potentially Dante um, at M Checkpoints on Twitter as well as Facebook.com slash Miss Checkpoints. Um, one other thing, Trevor, did you know Monica has a Facebook or a Twitter page? 
Really? I yes. Go follow it. If you if you because she mentioned it in the thing, I followed it. It's um at Lil L I L M O N I X three. So Lil Monty X three, and she it, it's hi I'm Monica, high school devil and president of literature club. Poetry is life. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there's only been like 40 tweets and like they they kind of I mean they hadn't tweeted anything since like early spring of last year, but then they started tweeting again in February of this year, right before Valentine's Day, and people post a lot of like you know, fan art. <laughs> yeah, I see. It. But yeah, like reading the tweets are really funny because they're like just like she would say, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was it was I appreciate the the how they're trying to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um well, uh like I said, um we got a little bit of change coming. I think um with Dante being gone, we decided to kind of change up what we're going to do. So we're still doing Grim Fandango for this month, but I think what we're going to do instead of splitting it up into two parts, you know, first part and the second part, we're going to try to condense it and just cover the three of us a single episode covering the entire game. And uh, so we'll probably put that out towards the end of the month. So maybe in another two weeks or so to give us time to like play through the game and beat it. Um, I think we'll go back to our regular, well, we'll do our regular way next month because it's two games we're playing, but we'll see how we feel about the show after doing the Grim Fandango one because we may do that for Trevor's game as well for uh, Killer7. But stay tuned for those and uh, I guess with that we're Miss Checkpoints and we're out. Peace. Peace.